Hello my lovelies, I'm Jay Aquininza and these are going to be your Aquarius season messages for Cancer. Hello Cancer, I'm recording this on the 21st of January, it's my birthday today. It's my birthday gift to myself to be able to do your reading here today. So I'm very happy to be here to do this for you. Right, on that note though, I'm going to not lie to you. When I started pulling the cards, my f the first two words that came to mind were holy fuck. So <laughs> just straight up being honest i know the the bad language isn't for some of you but hey that's who i am and yeah that's those were the first two words that came out and if you see on the screen right now those two cards that came out what started to happen and if you've watched the aquarius reading which is for everyone you will see and i've started to know this when two cards come out i'm always certain that one of them is a spirit element card there's only seven spirit element cards they come up when we are at a massive turning point in our lives. And the only other sign that got it was Aquarius. And obviously now you guys. Aquarius is your eighth house. So it makes sense that you would um, get one of these cards. Um, but yeah, while I pull the rest and you'll just while you while I pull the rest, I'm going to read this. I'm already excited about your reading. Can you tell? All right. So the first card that you got out, I'm sorry, it looks a bit washed out. They'll look fine once all the cards are out. Is your life is a Kansas. Uh, Kansas, bloody hell, I'm just stuck in Supernatural. Your life is a canvas even. So artist, manifestation, creative accountability. <clears throat> this is what it says. You know, let me just stop there for a moment. The fact that I said Kansas instead of canvas immediately what came to mind was bone cemetery i think was it what it's called skull cemetery or bones well it's basically thought to be the gateway to hell and there was an episode of supernatural that took place there that's how i know about it but it is a real place so if you've been in hell you're coming out of hell i'll let me say that first and foremost right let's continue so artist manifestation creative accountability and it says you're the artist of your life and your life is a canvas. Take responsibility for your ability to create. Earth is known as a planet of manifestation. Your present moment is based on your past thoughts and beliefs. Your current thoughts determine your future. What kind of life do you want to create for the future? What are you being called to create? Re reconnect with your manifesting power and align your thoughts, feelings and actions with the vibration that matches them. It's never too late to start and no experience is required. All you need is an open heart and mind and consistent daily action. If you're not sure what you'd like to create, start instead with a feeling of deep gratitude for all that's good in your life right now. Stay out loud what you're most thankful for. Look for the good in your life and one thing will be certain. You'll find yourself attracting more and more good experiences into your world. Yours is all to do with relationships, by the way. Just spoiler alert but anyway this card is inviting you to see your entire life as a canvas and the picture is completely up to you color it with your thoughts and feelings create the life that you most long to live you may also be called to be more creative in your everyday life what have you been called to create how can you express yourself more creatively star seed soul inquiry what are you being called to create in your life now i'm going to tell you this straight up right if I told you, go and, I don't know, do something creative, like literally creative, I think you could do it. I think you could do it. If I gave you like a canvas and some paints, you'd paint something. If I gave you 
a blank sheet of paper and and a prompt you could write me a story right that is not the kind of creativity that's coming up here or the inspiration for your creativity i want to be very very clear on that for you um even if that's what you want even if you're looking for a new career a new hobby a new whatever the root of everything here lies in relationships for you now we know why that is because you've heard about it since 2008 uh, there was a time on instagram and i freaked out a fellow reader who was talking about they did a little snippet you know like a get to know me little video clip and they said something like oh i haven't been in a relationship or blah blah my last relationship and they said 2008 and they were talking about relationships and I, I DM'd them and I've told you this story before and I said, oh, are you a cancer rising by any chance? And they got really freaked out and they said, oh my God, how did you know that? What's going on? Like, you know, that. And I just knew because I thought you're talking about relationships and you mentioned 2008, that's got to be Pluto messing around in your seventh house. I knew they weren't a cancer son. So I knew it had to be, you know, my second guess, they said, no, I would have said, is your Venus in cancer then? Um, I would have, I would have said something like that. So Jupiter, oh, I wonder why Jupiter's coming up now. A lot of like just words springing out my mouth. Um, Pluto's been in your seventh house and you guys know that, right? You guys know that. But it's out of there now. Well, I'll be back for a little bit, but you know, that's not going to really affect a lot of you. Um, the inspiration for your creativity is coming through your relationships. I'm going to tell you that straight up. That's what your message is. I said this to Gemini as well, that I said this to in Aquarius, that this has felt in, in the weekly as well. I said this, I'm saying it all over the place. This feels really different, the readings. And it's as soon as I pulled all the cards out after I did the holy fuck. Yeah, this, it, it's very clear to me what your message is. Um, it's from all around relationships. Some of you have taken a pause from relationships. And I don't mean romantic, although it may well be romantic for some of you, obviously, right? Relationships are relationships, all types of relationships. But for you, with Aquarius being your eighth house, with Leo being your second, right? Um, even if you want a new job, even if you're trying to make, find a way to make money and, you know, live all, live your best life in that, kind of more career um capitalistic way whatever right which i think those meanings are going to be changing going forward but anyway that's a conversation for another time it all stems from the state of your relationships that's i'm going to be straight up honest with that now the reason i was kind of swearing as soon as i saw the cards was that's the tower and that is judgment straight out the gate I was like, all right, great. Maybe that's why I'm thinking of that Kansas and that cemetery and the gates to hell and stuff. Because there's a theme coming up here. And the Seven of Wands flew out while I was shuffling and it's come up as your future. So that's the key part here. All right. <clears throat> Excuse me. Let me read you these cards. All of these readings have been so magical and how they've come about. So Cosmic Egg is what you guys got. And it says completion, harmony, the infinite within the finite. The cosmic egg is the final card in the journey of the animal spirit deck. And it represents the unfolding of cosmic consciousness. 
this state emerges after we have tread the path for quite some time and you have tread the path for quite some time and through self-effort and grace we experience self-realization and whichever way you do this whether you've been married for 20 years whether you are newly single whatever the the case may be this is how you realize yourself in relationships i know you just had capricorn season which was your seventh house you've had a new moon in your seventh house right this is the proof of the pudding now as we go forward um where am i a sense of contentment and oneness spontaneously arises within us and the veils of our self-limiting beliefs are lifted when the essence of the cosmic egg has not been activated we may feel as if we will never get there or that we travel alone disconnected from others even if our encounter with this card is brief appearing as a momentary glimmer or flash of interconnectedness its potent energy stays with us the cosmic egg is a remedy for the fragmentation of modern life it's through the power of this card that we are reminded of the cosmic contract written at the beginning we hold on to life and life holds on to us the journey is complete but it does not end now i've said that before right when you hug something they also hug you back right when you love your that comes back whether they love you or not that's i'm not talking about infatuation i'm talking about that sense of love how when we love it fills us as well as the other love is an overspilling the love that we give someone else is an overspilling of what is within us right we have it first it's not that we need something or anything from anyone else. That's It's not about that kind of a need. Um, I'm also going to read you Fox. So I always pull one with um, whatever the spirit, you guys know that, but they've started to come out themselves. And my cards are really good and they, list, they know how I work. Um, so think about what that cosmic egg said, right? Especially that line of, the journey is complete, but it does not end. Hey, let me read you the, the cosmic egg and this, the seventh chakra, which is the crown chakra. The subtle essence of the cosmic egg resides at the crown chakra at the top of the head called Sahasrara. One of the aims of yoga and meditation practice is to channel energy from the base of the spine upward towards Sahasrara. Each of the six lower chakras plays an important role along this journey. And once the final epicenter of consciousness is activated, it's said to radiate the light of a million suns. Now, when you get kind of people that, and this is not put down, like every single person I know has done this, myself included, right? It's when you first hear about like the crown chakra and psychic intuition, right? And the third eye and all of this, those are the sexy chakras. Let's be honest, right? That's the, those are the ones that everyone wants to activate so that we can tap into our intuition so that we can know what's going on. We can get these divine messages, right? And, and we can see with our third eye. So I've heard a lot of this, but a lot of the time, <clears throat> and at first it's not even a conscious decision. It's just, those are the ones that sound good, right? It's like, yes, please. I'll have some of those. They sound like fun we can only activate them through the lower chakras. I have heard some people that work with chakras say that, you know, if you try to activate your crown chakra or third eye without doing the others, that there's madness, madness, that way lies madness, right? I'd, I'd be completely honest with you. I don't even know if you can without activating the other chakras, they all work together. And I have a bit of a different take on chakras in that I don't think 
they are physically there, but they are an important object of focus. And also, I don't just believe in seven chakras. I mean, or even nine or 12, however many other ones that people add on. I think every one of your cells has a chakra system. And they all work together. It's a harmony, right, between all of them. And But the names that we come out with, you know, Sastrara or, you know, the cosmic egg or the crown chakra, they are points of focus. They allow us to direct energy there in a way, right? So I do want to add that. And what I would say to you is, you know, with the seventh chakra, having had seven chakra kind of activations and energies that have come through for me before they speak to your other chakras right so your root chakra you will heal first through the root right and usually that's physical stuff that comes up then you do it through your you heal the root through the chakra then you heal the root through the solar plexus then you heal the root through the heart chakra you're still working with the root chakra but then it's through your throat then it's through your third eye then it's through your crown right and I was aware of this and I was talking to a Reiki person once about this and they kind of went off on one. This is why I have a problem with Reiki people sometimes. Um, and they were saying, well, you, you haven't activated your crown chakra. You know, that's just your root. And I was like, I know that. That's what I'm saying to you. Listen to me. <clears throat> Excuse me. So one of those, whether you've been working your root, whether you've been working your sacral, whether you've been working your, whatever it is, this speaks to a completion. Now, obviously, with judgment and the tower coming up, that makes sense. What are we completing? What is the cycle that you've completed? Well, you will not be surprised to hear Fox. That whole preamble was to introduce Fox energy and check out the keywords of Fox. Smart, strong partner or mate, wise teacher. The Fox is an enchanting creature with plenty of mystique to go around. Fox personalities are skillful in business and also make great teachers. They're quick to learn and adapt well to new situations. Foxes are ideal life partners as they commit to relationships for the long term and their natural charisma keeps things exciting. Fox energy helps us stay true to those most dear to us. <coughs> Excuse me. When this card appears, reconnect to those you love. Fox Foxes don't do well when they slip away. When in balance, magical, ingenious teacher, monogamous. When out of balance, sneaky, unsure of their identity. And this is what I mean, that your identity as an artist is coming through this. To bring into balance partnership, connection. Now, the way that I really kind of feel this coming through is, you know, sometimes when it comes to, what does it mean to be creative? you know, we're coming up with different ways, we're thinking outside of the box, we are using our imagination. <clears throat> these, these are the kinds of things that come up around creativity. But it means working with what you've got. And that is what I would ask you to focus on in this Aquarius season, is to focus on what you've got, whether you're looking for a new relationship, whether you, you know, have started a new one, whatever it is, whatever you're doing right now, whatever, you know, if you've got money problems and you need a job and you're like, I don't really give a shit about relationships right now, Jay. Trust me when I say that this is the key to unlocking all of that. Because sometimes we can look for new people in our life. We can look for, and hey, you know, totally treat this as a partnership to yourself if you like, right? Um, If you'd like to do that. 
but then it would be around how what you value about yourself what you deem good and bad about yourself right I will say this for a lot of you with the ten of swords coming up this is rock bottom in terms of support in terms of a relationship uh, for some of you the writings on the wall with a relationship I'm just going to straight up say that you know I say that with the ten of swords the writings on the wall or you could be trying to move forward with relationships but you've still got the shadow of the past hanging over you here's and I say this as an Aquarian, as someone who's worked really hard on my relationships and who still is, right? You know, that my relationships, after spending seven years in a bed, knowing that the worst part of my illness was social isolation, right? The thing I value the most in my life are my relationships, are people, right? You know, everything else you can live without, trust me, you can live without the use of your body, but people you cannot live without and who you get to be around people so that that's and you may not believe that i know plenty of people who don't believe that but and that's cool but that's the filter that this message comes to you from and that's why you have to think that if there's a message for you why would it be sent to this reader that's one of my big takeaways from doing personal readings for so long if someone comes to me it's beyond our personalities if our higher self picks someone for a message it picks it because that person can only give us that kind of a message right they're the only ones that can give us that like a scorpio reader is only going to give you they give you that kind of deeper place they come from that place where you really need to hear it from which may be unpleasant to hear or more direct message with another type of reader so this is why you're getting this message from me because i have that filter in place it's really easy to just pick new people new people do not make new relationships it's an opportunity to start from scratch to have a blank canvas right and to create a new kind of relationship but if your relationship if you're not sure what to do with your relationship right what have you got to lose at this point whether it's a friendship whether it's a family member, whether it's whatever, what have you got to lose? If you give it your all, if you give it one last push, if you show up as the new you, because trust me, right, it, that will take you much further than if you pick someone new and try it out with someone new. It will, it's a win-win situation. I know it may not feel like one. It's, it's usually like, no, you know, it's too hard to do it. That's what makes it. It's an intensive course in being a different person showing up differently in relationships, showing up in an existing relationship in that way. Obviously, that's not going to apply to all of you. Um, but I do get the sense, at least one of you, there's a pause. Either there's been a separation, someone that you're not speaking to at the moment, or there's a pause from this person that's coming up. I do want to get one more for that tower just there before I put this deck away. All right. Wow. All right bloody hell right so everyone's gotten judgment every single person every single reading has gotten judgment unsurprisingly pluto is um talking about readers that's on my son right so um channeling totally the energy of pluto but for you guys specifically you've had it in your seventh house moving into your eighth the past unsurprisingly two of cups so I mean I don't even know how to bloody clarify that two of cups because all of you have a different notion of what support means 
of how you support, of what support means to you. Bloody hell, why are relationships such hard work? Why do they feel like a burden? What expectations do you put on yourself? Let's get one more. I don't usually clarify with more than one card for the past because we know what the past is. Wow, all right. Well, I mean, you guys have already decided this and you've probably already been doing it, taking your um, relationships in a different direction. So I remember the Two of Cups, it doesn't have to be romantic. It's a, a platonic relationship. It could be, it could be either. It's a relationship of support. It's finding the middle ground. It's sharing our emotions, right? And how it works, the, when the two of cups, and it doesn't always, right? In a reading, it can just, as a general theme, bring up relationships. But when it comes up in a reading, what it's saying to you is that you may feel more intensely about some things than other people do. You may have more varied emotions in a certain situation than other people do. You may be more emotionally conflicted in a situation than other people do, right? There are some people that are not so in touch with their emotions. There are other people that are very much, you know, that's their first port of call is their emotions. How do I feel? But you all have the same emotions. Like, it doesn't matter what star sign you are. If, if you're a human being, a healthy human being, I know there's um, psychopaths in the world who don't really, you know, they, that's a, that's a um, pretty extreme exception to the rule. But in general, we're talking to general people in general reading, we're all working with the same toolkit when it comes to emotions. Now, if you find relationships or you have found a relationship, certain relationships, a burden, right? Or, I mean, think how many themes come up around this. A relationship helps you carry burdens. Your relationships with others, you start carrying the burdens. Like, whatever it may be, right? With the Ten of Wands, it's a burden. I'm going to say this, and I'm... I'm not even going to apologise because I'm not sorry. But this is a card, to me, when you look at it, a card of inefficiency. I'm not saying that relationships are easy because they are bloody not. But I don't think anything worth having or doing is easy. It's it's that. I mean, think about life, right? That Life, I think, is much more meaningful from the fact that we, that it ends one day, right? That's that's a burden that we all carry that when you know we're going to pass one day and i know i went to a bloody extreme place hey eighth house and i've still got this kind of cemetery death kind of energy coming up here um and you got the ten of wands twice so you're going to get advice on this burden part so maybe i should leave off and not go nuts here but i'll say what I, what's coming up this is inefficient the way that he's carrying this right we we, we may find relationships difficult you I know mean, it's not something that all of us, no matter what sign we're born under, um, find easy. Because it's not like you can't be good at relationships alone, right? In the same way that you parent the child that you have, right? It's the same way that you are in a relationship what, with what that relationship requires. So this guy is very inefficient in the way he's carrying that. He could carry five under one arm, five under the other, and he would at least be able to see where he's going. And that, you know this, there, there feels like something like streamlining, trying to make it efficient, trying to go in a different way, two of ones, it's Aries energy, um, Aries is, what is your Aries, your, your 10th house, 
to how you're showing up. You're trying to show up differently in relationships. Got it. Excellent. Love it. Over here, though, so you've got two of wands. Now you've got three of wands. The tower is an epiphany. It's, it's unexpected change. I don't know. I mean, it's difficult in a um, general reading to get more specific than that, but it's a life-changing change. A life-changing change, right? Yeah. It's something unexpected that may have happened. Um, I almost get the sense as if like you're, you're looking to the future to create something. Maybe you were off painting on your canvas or doing something. Something unexpected happened. Doesn't mean it was in the relationship. It may have been you. It may have been externally. Um, I, I want to say this, you know, when the, the tower shows up in a relationship reading, which for all, you know, this is basically a relationship reading. Let's be completely honest, right? With the fox and with all of this stuff coming up. Except it isn't. It's just a mirror. Your relationships are a mirror of you, of your creative impulses and how you do this. And I've seen the tower make or break relationships. And by that, I mean, you know, somebody gets caught cheating. I'm not saying that, right? That's You'll know whatever it was in your life. If some you know the bloody house the the roof starts leaking and there's no money somebody gets sacked right and the how are we going to pay the mortgage what the tower does in relationships it will show you the cracks it will show you where you've been papering over the cracks and they can't they're undeniable now we can't deny it when the tower shows up and it's to do with our relationships but the three of wands is saying that this is where we suddenly see if there's a future here or not whether we want a future in a situation or not, right? Now, if you if your tower was to do with work, was to do with something that's, you know, you, it's still going to show you the future of your relationships. Trust me, when I have hard times and I know the people that, I mean, all I really ever ask when I have, a, when I have hard times, typical queries, is I just like space for myself, right? I don't mind people checking up on me, seeing how I'm doing or whatever. Those that completely ignore that I've got stuff going on. And I mean to the extent I've had to have words with someone once. Um, and it was a Libra son. I'll just be completely honest with you. Who, you know, most Libras, they do say they, they're good at relationships. But this totally ignored the fact that my uncle had just passed. And was, I was going to use some very derogatory language there. That's how it felt in that moment. About their own stuff. Oh, I'm going through this and this is happening. And I just had this epiphany about themselves. Didn't even care. Didn't even say, oh, your uncle just passed. Like, are you okay? totally ignored that it's jay it's all right she'll still be there to sort my stuff out and that made it very clear to me about the future of that relationship that okay i understand but you don't know i wouldn't have noticed that if something hadn't happened to me so see it in the context of what's going on in your life and who interacts with you how because that's what you will see. It will show you how much action you want to put into, how much effort and energy you want to put into relationship. And there is effort and energy here. There's no perfect person coming in who's going to make it effortless to be in a friendship or relationship or partnership with them, right? Now, also we've got here is judgment. If you are working on the future relationship, if you're considering like a separation or is this person really my friend, whatever it is, with judgment coming up, going raking over the past is not going to help this 
I mean, don't repeat what happened in the past. We want to make sure there's no shadow of the past. So own, this is what happened. This is the situation. This is how I've always felt. This is how you feel. Let's draw a line under that. We're going to move forward from here, from day one. We move forward from right now. Like tear it down, drop it down the tower. We go forward. Our expectations of each other are now based on how we show up with each other. Now, if you don't have to have this one-on-one -on -one with someone, make this commitment in yourself, Cancer. Make this agreement within yourself that no matter what my relationships have been like, this is who I am now. Eight of Pentacles, exactly the focus, what are we working on? We're learning to be a new way. We're learning to give our energy in a different way. Look at this. I am telling you, your creativity somehow is being born from your relationships. Because your focus, what you're dealing on, what you're, I can't see you aspiring to this, but is the Ten of Pentacles, uh, sorry, the Ten of Swords. And the Ten of Swords is the shadow of the past. It's betrayal. It's overkill. Like nobody needs ten swords to take someone down. You got the sun. Seven of Wands is your card of this reading. Is it worth defending? Is it worth fighting for? What is worth defending? What is worth fighting for? What do you stand for? You got the world now. Now, the world is Saturn. Saturn is in your ninth house. So this is expansive energy. I, I want to say this to you. I mean, I love the sun coming up. That speaks to this. Your life is a canvas. Right. But. We can spend a lot of time like, weeding out the garden, pruning back the garden, you know, all of those garden kind of um, metaphors that I could come up with. Endless I could come up with. But at the end of the day, what do you want to grow there? what are you trying to create what are you trying to grow now in terms of it's a weird way to put it but it's all fire coming up for you so i'm going to go with it is what would make you come out of your shell cancer a little crabs what would make what would you kind of stand up for and fight for as in this matters to me and not fight against it's that I stand for this. Whatever it is. What is it? What is that? Because the Ace of Wands and Judgment, it's it's that eternal spark that we have within us. We, we create from this place, right? But it's just a little tea light. It's just a little flame, like, you know, just a tiny little flame. And it that fire needs to be fed. What feeds that fire? Now, I, that doesn't, um, I mean, immediately that sounds like, all right, I need to find the right people to feed my fire. And maybe if the four of wands had come up, I'd be saying that. But at this point, what you've been through, where you are right now, it's shining a light on, yet you understand your ten of swords, you understand rock bottom, you understand what betrayal feels like, what's being let down feels like. You understand all of that. This is pain. This is the worst thing that's ever happened to us, the Ten of Swords, but it's over, it's happened, but there's a lingering sense of betrayal and hurt, right? But we know what the situation is. And the world card, the world card is almost Saturn coming in and saying, 
yes we know the details right we know the details of the ten of swords we always know the logical rational details but it's ninth house you've got saturn in your ninth house telling you all right but what's the deeper meaning to this what does it mean what has it shown you what has it shown you about your warrior spirit about what you will stand there and what you will fight for how you will show up in the world world coming up seven of ones north node in aries which is your 10th house so you see all of this stuff coming up together in this reading not what you're hiding from not what you're looking for none of that what would you what would get you to show up fully and it's a feeling it doesn't have to be anything else right what is going to get you to to come up and you know cosmic egg the world um there is something around this i feel like you've learned something i don't really like to use that word but you have um i don't know which sign it was that got this one of them got integration some someone did pisces maybe i don't remember it was pisces or aries this is the integration of everything every burden that you've carried everything that you've been through everything that you've done since 2008 right now it's time to integrate it what does that mean it doesn't mean you consciously logically know everything it means the next step that i take i'll trust all of that knowledge to come in and help me and support me now with the four of swords this may be a pause this within a relationship about relationships thinking you know healing some of you may have taken up meditation practice um usually when there's like the when there's a three of swords or the the ten of swords and you get the four of swords that's what we're healing that's what we've been going through this time of healing that pain let's see you got the fool this is that leap into the unknown right and there is i mean even on the other side of this rest this pause this whatever it is is unknown like gemini got this as well there's a portal that you're kind of going through at the moment you are stepping into unknown territory no matter how old you are right there's been this intense energy that's been going on in your seventh house since at least 2008 and it's it's to the point okay here you knew what your relationship was you knew what the bird what relationships mean to you you know the burdens associated with it you know where and here's another thing if you're looking to create something and be an artist how much of your time effort and energy do your relationships take up right it could be that trust me i've got a crazy family i know how that goes but from here like you had some understanding and you were going in a different direction this is almost like blank right it's a blank slate so there's not even something to compare it to there's endings the cycle has ended it's just about showing up in a new way now in any moment whether you're going for coffee whether you're sat there just just you know about to make a phone call to someone let it be different let it be different there's nothing to compare it to it's all a leap of faith from here because of this um judgment card that came up in the past i know we're getting temperance this is what i mean by that ninth house energy that comes up with saturn is this is not more like you know not more work on yourself not more i need more to go figure out some new things this is about using what you have what you know what you've been through all of this in a different way you're using it in a different way ace of cups i love this ace of cups beautiful ace of cups 
which this is a new way, a new new relationship with your feelings. Your your feelings mean something else. How you express your feelings is different. This is emotional growth and this is spiritual growth. So what are we pausing here? The kind of stories and the pain and the, that kind of thing. But this is not forgetting everything that you've learned. Like you will take that, but you're taking what you have. Remember temperance doesn't have anything new coming in. It's patience. It's taking what is already there and creating something new with it. And that's specifically a message that I'm getting around your relationships. Um, it's, it'll be crazy what, what expands and opens up for you. That's how it feels. Look, four of swords, two of swords. If you are trying to make a decision that is connected to relationships or with the help of a relationship, remember people sometimes are not there to be worked on. Sometimes they're helping us with what we're doing. Four of Swords, Two of Swords, if you can, obviously, if you can't, you can't. If you can, pause making a decision or pause the conflict, like, should I, shouldn't I? Like that kind of dynamic. Because the only question that you really have to answer is this Seven of Wands that keeps coming up, which is, what is worth defending? What is worth fighting for? What would get me to show up fully? Now, if your answer is the right person the right boss right then you're looking for a solution outside of yourself and sorry to say this you won't find it because the sun says shine shine your little butts off you've got a full moon coming up in your second house that this is going to mean you showing up fully there is no solution coming from outside of you in terms of this you can see it with her like she can't see she has to make the decision but the four of swords, it's, and it's, there's almost a sense here, because this could be this card of self-love, right? And healing that, oh, when I'm healed enough, then I will be able to do this. And it's like, you will, you're healed enough now in some sense, but you must try this, like try showing up in a different way. Um, that seven of wands, right? Remember this, that is the warrior spirit, but he's not going out to battle and fight people. The seven of wands, all the seven of wands person says is, this is what I stand for. <coughs> Excuse me. This is who I am. This is what matters to me. And it matters to me so much. I will withstand every test, anything that comes my way, let it come. I stand for this though. And it's that strength in his convictions. Like, you know, that understanding of this is what I love. This is who I am. This is what I believe in. Let it come. And then everything becomes a more fatty, right? Then he never actually is battling anyone. The seven of wands person is always on higher ground. So, and it's a seven, which is a Neptunian kind of number, which is to do with, you know, that, that que the answer to that question, what is worth defending, what is worth fighting for? It's not answered by the mundane human. Every it's your higher self. It's this, everything that you've been through, this understanding that you have. <clears throat> that comes through and it comes through the heart because logically you don't know how to answer this but that is the question to our answer five of swords you get the seven of wands and five of swords that is bloody hell that is um that is conflict that is the seven of wands can be defensive but it's not defensive as in protection it's willing to defend what they stand for 
but it's it's more about what you stand for that counts here now the five of swords is when we get lost like mentally in the thing of will i win will i lose um what's the point of this trade-offs right rewards and punishment and that is the shadow of the five of swords it's blind ambition it's winning at all costs right but that's setting yourself up for a win-lose dynamic. And maybe that's why you can't answer the question. Because the Seven of Wands is saying, well, if this matters to you, why would you not do it? Uh, what have you got to lose, I think, is is the biggest, biggest... Um, the, what is that noise that keeps coming? All right. It's the biggest question here. Like, what have you got to lose? Now, again, if you speak if you answer that what have you got to lose from the point of view of um a relationship the house the whatever right then you and i are not speaking on the same same plane i'm not talking about material reality on a material front eight of pentacles here this is about what you are focusing on and why but the seven of wands is the why why do you want why are you focused on this if, it's like, if I say that, then this person will leave. But are you denying your own feelings? Are you denying your own emotional growth and spiritual growth? Because the swords are all logical and winning and losing and, you know, all of that kind of stuff. <clears throat> but the Seven of Wands isn't. The Seven of Wands is just strength in one's own convictions. Right. I'm excited to clarify. <clears throat> Excuse my throat's going. This Ten of Wands. Let's see why. I'm getting a very kind of, and I'm not trying to put anyone's religion down or anything. I know some people are sensitive to when you use religious language. To me, they're all archetypes, the same way that I would use Greek mythologies, the same way that I would use, um, you know, Bible stories or Sikh stories. And, you know, I've talked about these things before. The Ten of Wands now and the Star this is like a cross to bear kind of energy and if you guys remember him years ago i shared him um et i think his name's eric something the preacher he's very kind of loud and aggressive like the kinds of people that i like and some people get put off <clears throat> excuse me and he was talking he's a preacher so he was talking about jesus and what he said was that and he was talking about relationships, actually. Go check him out. Maybe I haven't watched him for years. I used to follow him on Instagram. I don't even know if he's still on there. But he was talking about a relationship and, you know, the problems that you go through in, in relationships. And he said something to the effect of when, you, when he was talking about Jesus and carrying the cross. And it's like, not no one makes you carry that cross, right? It's your cross to bear. It's like, this is my cross. This is my burden. This is what I carry. I choose to carry this because I have a vision of the future. I have a vision of what we could be. I have a vision of where I'm going. Now, that's the thing with this. When it's held in this way, the inefficient way of carrying the burden, right? You cannot see where you're going. Where's the vision in this? The tower, you know, good or bad, if it was the most horrible thing that's happened, whatever, it has freed you up now to see a vision of what is possible, of what your destiny is. And then this Ten of Wands becomes different. Like the burden feels different. And it's, it's an undertaking. 
it's a challenge that you're willing to take. It's a challenge that you're willing to take, five of wands. So it's not winning or losing. It's not a battle. It's not conflict about who's right or wrong. How do I win this? How do I gain the system? It's not that. It's this is what matters to me. And of course, I'm going to defend it. I defend it with my life. This is what matters to me. There is a fated feeling to this. There is this kind of written in the stars. Like I feel it. Like There's no words for this. And that's why these swords come up here, because these are we're trying to find words. And they're so mundane when you're trying to express it from here. The five of wands is, yeah, you know, I carry this burden, but it makes me stronger. I, I become someone else. Now, I'm saying all of this with the kind of awareness. If you're new to me, welcome. But I'm not speaking from the place of allow bad relationships or bad behavior in relationships. That's not is not what this is saying. This is potential for happiness, a vision of the future. It's written in the stars. But with the awareness of how you are and how you've shown up, where you... I mean, as much as he can't see the future, he's also hiding behind the burdens. I've got this to do. I've got that to do. I'm, I've got so much that is on my plate. I need to do it. And so with this, you can't even hide behind it, like with the, uh, with the sun coming up there and he's holding it a little bit better than that guy at the top right to the side so sometimes it's not even that we can't see where we're going it's so that we can't be seen now with the hierophant coming up here there does seem to be this um the hierophant is the prescribed path the path that got you here but the path that got you here isn't the path that you follow when you go forward what have you got faith in? There is a there is fate and there is faith here. And it's you it, faith. I mean, what did they say? Adapts quickly, right? So the five of wands is that it's adaptable. I will learn some new moves. I will pull out some new moves. This helps all of us. It doesn't just help me. You know, I'm not just being selfish and trying to do this for myself because I want to be happy in relationships. It's because I know that this makes for better relationships all around it's not about i'm going to get mine and i'm not saying that you ever did that you know maybe it was the opposite that you didn't do that but this is that warrior spirit this is aries north node even though these are both leo cards they're both mars cards though and this is that sense of i stand for this this is what i stand for this is how i show up in relationships this is how i do relationships it's really big. There's, there's like this. I mean, even the fact that the Hierophant comes up brings this almost like religious quality to it. Like it has that much meaning to you. And, and there's no logic for that. You know, when we have faith in a God or a religion or a practice or whatever it is, if an atheist came to you and tried to talk you out of it, would it work? No. It's like you don't understand. My faith is strong. You know, if you're called naive, if you're called brainwashed, if you're called whatever, you don't care because you know what you feel, you know what you see. It's a really profound reading, Cancer, and I'm interested to know how you show up from this. Um, but there's so much about you in relationships, and trust me when I say you in relationships will impact your career because of this, or whatever it is that you're trying to bring this, create in your life. This, this feels like how you get even more creative. 
it's massive anyway there you go my lovelies let me know how you get on i'm going to hand you over to me in the outro so before you go let's arm you with a little bit of aquarian insight extra aquarian insight this is really all you need to know for this season and for the energy of aquarius and i've used the quotes of a double aquarius if his um, but if his birth time is correct, then he's like a one degree Aquarius rising. He's an Aquarius sun with a Taurus moon, and that is David Goggins. Now, I love him, but I also have used him because I know a lot of people don't love him. A lot of people are really put off by his language. They find him too aggressive. And that's the reason I've used him. Not because I love him so much, but because I know the polarizing impact that he has on people. So let's go through his quotes. The, the one that I put at the beginning of this, and I couldn't reduce it down, I just used all of them, is the first one uh, is, the most important conversations you'll ever have are the ones you'll have with yourself. So those are the ones where people will think this about me, I can't do that, I'm going to hurt this person, it's the guilt, it's the shame, it's all of that. And those conversations happen within us. Then he also says, you are in danger of living a life so comfortable and soft that you will die without ever realizing your true potential. We're not gonna let that happen, right? This is where I think it's really important to realize that, how, I mean, I know a lot of people, myself included, who in the last year, and it may be even more than that, have experienced a lot of losses in their life, whether that's through death, whether that's people leaving, and it can be really easy to get comfortable. In fact, you know, even all the conversation around AI and governments and, you know, pandemics and all this kind of stuff that goes on, right? When it comes down to it, it's about how comfortable we want to be. You know, take care of me, look after me, um, you know, the ease at which we can have everything. Well, what, what did I hear someone call it the other day? Oh, diseases of privilege that illnesses and stuff that we have in our body just because life has become so easy. So those are the first few that I had and I posted those at the beginning of the video but then I have two more for you and I've saved the best ones to last. Tell yourself the truth, that you've wasted enough time and that you have other dreams that will take courage to realize so you don't die a, a fucking pussy. Be more than motivated, be more than driven, become literally obsessed to the point where people think you're fucking nuts. Now, this is David Goggins, or Goggins, as he'd put it. This is very Goggins, actually. He has a split personality almost um, at his best. This is what he's like. And this is why he can be very polarizing. You don't have to be a Goggins. You don't have to use foul language. And yet he does what he does in the only way that he knows how to do it. Now, I watched a podcast of his, and you can watch it as well. It, it was posted on the 1st of January this year on Andrew Huberman's um, YouTube channel. You know, I love Andrew Huberman as well. That was like a dream come true. I knew it was going to be a great year as soon as I saw that podcast posted on the first day of the year. And here's the point, is that whatever you think of him, whether you think he's the best thing ever, if he's the best thing ever, then you can be like him. All he is, is himself. If you think he's the worst thing that ever happened in the world and you don't understand why people like me keep raving about him, then be prepared for people to think the same thing about you. Either way, whatever your reaction to him is, that's what it means to truly show up and be who you are. And especially that bit where he said, you know, where people think you're fucking nuts. It's not 
and you've heard me say this and I hear him say it as well. In fact, why I love that podcast that he did with Andrew Huberman, you can see the Aquarian, you can see the Aquarian insecurity in him of where people don't get what he's doing and you know, all the stuff that we use in an Aquarian language, he uses it. And I thought, I understand that mate, because I have the same fears. I've had the same shadow of Aquarius come up within me. Now we're all Aquarians this season and we're all being impacted by Pluto in Aquarius. And you've heard me over the years, you don't even have to look at Goggins, you've seen me move from a place of insecurity to, I mean, I'm sure I've still got insecurities now, but to a stronger place within myself. And what I've realized over the years is, at first it was about, you know, oh, well, people don't get me, well, that's on them, right? Like needing to make people stupid, um, and, and I didn't do it consciously, and I wasn't thinking that people were stupid, but it was just like, oh, they don't get me, I'm an alien, or they don't get, understand what I'm saying. Um, even the people that supported me, you know, and I was like, okay, well, they don't get me, that's fine. And you've heard me use phrases like, you know, oh, I'm offering up a, a three course meal and they just want McDonald's and stuff. No, no, what I had to become okay with to, to even post any of this stuff and to be who I am now and to show up in a way where I'm really comfortable with who I am is I didn't have to get comfortable with people not realizing I had a three course kind of Michelin star meal. I had to be okay with the fact that I'm serving at McDonald's, that everyone else already has their wonderful meals and stuff, that I'm serving at McDonald's. That's what you become okay with. However anyone takes you, it doesn't matter. Whether they think you're the biggest loser in the world, you know, Goggins posts his stuff all the time and you can see, you know, you'll hear, you'll see all sorts of comments where he's got childhood trauma, where, you know, this guy needs to be in therapy. What is he doing? You may think that and people may think that about you as well, but that's on them. It says more about us. Our thoughts about other people say more about us than they do about them. Why am I going on about this? Because that's your only job is to show up as you. I want you to think of a flower, think of a rose and whether that rose grows in a beautiful cultivated garden whether it's growing wild in a field somewhere or whether it's growing through the cracks of a pavement in a dirty smoggy polluted city the rose is a rose and so are you that's all you can do all you can do is be who you are and it's the courage to be who you are. That's what you're asked for now. That is what makes you so unique. And it isn't about, you know, when Goggins goes around, he does loads of things that most people don't even know about. You know, that he jumps out of planes to put out fires. He does all sorts of things. And he doesn't go on about them and nobody knows because he's not doing it for anyone else. He could do a lot more interviews. He could do a lot more stuff. And, you know, a lot of people do think he's a poser. I don't find him a poser at all. And I've read both of his books and watched most of his interviews that he's ever done, his podcasts. He doesn't do that many because it would deter him from his own path. He doesn't mind sharing some of his stuff, but otherwise he just gets on with his life. And that's all you're doing. You're getting on with your life. So I hope if you take nothing else away from this season that you will take away the point that you are here to just be you, to grow into whatever it is that you are, an oak tree, a rose, um, you know, ivy across um, the front of a building, but whether, and whether you grew up in a cultivated garden, whether you're growing up in, you know, inner city madness, or whether you're wild, out in the wild somewhere growing, that's where you can be. 
all you can be is who you are and it's your job to be that fully I hope you will do that hope you will take that to heart I just want to say I love you guys thank you so much for being here with me I really really appreciate that please give a shout out and I give a shout out I give my thanks my love my appreciation to everyone that donates because they're literally keeping the lights on all by themselves at the moment um they make all of this possible thank you to everyone that interacts with me that's on the discord server there's a link in the description if you'd like to join the discord server you can i've noticed with uh, um, a few of the new people that it's not like anywhere else i'll let you know that right now it's not like anywhere else um, or that i've been on the internet i'm sure there must be other communities we're not that unique but when it comes to self-expression all of us express with ownership of what we're expressing and with deep self-awareness so you don't get arguments and stuff you know no one's making digs at each other or arguing with each other or doing all of that stuff i mean we could if we wanted to but everyone's too aware of themselves and that every statement is an i statement everywhere you look you find yourself so whatever you're looking for from a community you will find that there you know people that are looking to argue with others or to take offense you'll find it we will always find that right anyway i'm gonna stop rambling i love you guys I will see you all next time, but that's all for now. Goodbye.